This is the Intrepid Double Seven Podcast. So I'm going to hit record here on the podcast, so we're doing this live, and oh, I'm looking at the wrong side of Matt. How's it going, Matt? Going well. Hello, hello, Miles. I'm out. Uh, how are you today? Uh, I'm okay. I'm, uh, I'm mostly finished uh, killing the uh, cold I caught from my baby nephew. I'm doing much better. <laughs> and I'm actually passed a COVID test, which is it's kind of itchy when you take the, <laughs> the thing in your nose. It's, it's not pleasant. I'm like, one, two, three. And you're like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, I had one last week, and uh, no, it's just, the, uh, the the nurse who was doing mine wasn't as, um, she was very far away when she was trying to do it, so the way that she was stabbing me in the back of the throat was just... Um, oh, I didn't have the throat thing, you just poked me in the nose. Oh, they just did nose, oh, I did, they did nose and throat, uh, throat and nose, throat first, that was the important part. <laughs> Gag reflex. So, as long as it's just a cold and you don't have COVID, I mean, as long as you're under work on that. I'm still coughing a little bit, but I haven't, uh, yeah, I don't want to go into details, but it's been an interesting week. Uh, I've, 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 man, like, I now acknowledge how much work it is to be a full time parent. One single child. Uh, sometimes yeah, the other ones are, are there, but not as often. And it's just like, you, you're like, okay, good. And you're always trying to take care of the, the little bugger. And he's coughing and sneezing your face. And like, oh, I'm going to get sick. And I got sick. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's that's my life with three. <laughs> yeah. um, brave men. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining me uh, for this little Instagram live. I wanted to kind of do a... Um, 2020 year in review because we did get you know there was some news there was you know there's a lot of stuff that kind of went on in the bond world not just in the world in general but in the bond world in in 2020 and i want to kind of start maybe since you're here um where we left off which was operation double bourbon uh casino royale and concert in montreal but but first hang on actually actually the the first the big big event the last big event of the bond community was operation snowfall Oh my god! Can you believe it's the last event, like the like, non-official or official, whatever you want to call it, of the Bond community? It was in Toronto. It's Operation Snowfall, and since then, there's been like nothing of the, the scale, nothing in person, uh, for obvious reasons. But like, I, there's been some small gatherings, and, and, and the Toronto crew got together. Even here in Montreal, our little. Gang got together, but nothing like uh, we went fishing with uh, Jean James Bond Quebec. Right. Uh, we, we haven't seen you since March. No, March I haven't. Double. I haven't seen much of anyone since March. Been <laughs> an uh, interesting year. Uh, so you and uh, you and and Edgar 
uh, kind of pulled off Snowfall with, you know, some people from Toronto and, you know, everyone came out to see yeah. that. Um, uh, well, I'm just going to say, mostly we just said, hey, we're doing this thing. And Jeff Waibu of Games Body Canada took, took, took care of mostly yeah, most everything. And uh, that's, like, we didn't do much work. We I made a little poster. We gave it a funny name. We reached out to people. And it's, especially when uh, Liz Zerski and Joe Darlington uh, said they were coming, everyone wanted to come after this show. No, but- I don't think... You guys put a lot of promotional work into it, you know. You guys did your your posters were amazing. The little video that you did too was really good. Uh, you got you got to take credit for that, Matt. You got to take credit for it. Oh yeah, I'll take credit, but I don't I don't I don't want to huckle the spotlight because I even when the event was going on, like I said to Jeff, and I'm thank you, man. You really you really help us out there. With, there. It wouldn't be the event that it is. And he said, oh, thank you for saying that because. People think you did everything. I'm like, oh, that's unfortunate because we, we 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 said we I made a poster. We we anyway. I don't want to go into it too right. much, but Jeff had a lot to do with how successful the event was, uh, and it was fun. I mean, I, I love going to Toronto and going to CN Tower is always uh, always fun. You can especially the the rotating restaurants. I hadn't been there. The, the early 90s when I was a child, so it was right. pleasant. Even when I went to Toronto, I didn't even go up to the tower. <laughs> I, uh, I saw the tower. I saw it from close far. I didn't go up into it. I thought it was too uh, too kitschy to go into the tower, but I think maybe next time I, I, I should do it. Brett, the kitsch. It's kitschy. <laughs> I, it's not, I don't think it's kitschy at all. It's, it's magnificent view. It's an icon. And... I, I, I never like I, I wouldn't go to the restaurant every other day, but I mean, when you're in Toronto and if you haven't been, you have at least have to go once. Yeah. But I think it's the first time. Last time I went, it was a year before uh, during the Skyphone card. So there was a guy that asked his uh, girlfriend in the uh, and in marriage, and I was like, I was like, that's so weird. But I realized like the guy didn't go. Like, he, he was saying some spiel about, oh, I took you to the sky, into the clouds, into the heavens. I'm like, dude, there's another, like, level that you're completely missing. <laughs> I guess he didn't read the brochure. Yeah, so that you're saying, Jeff, is a class act. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I haven't had a chance to meet him yet. I was uh, hoping to meet him sooner than later, but uh, get around to it. Yeah. So after Snowfall, we did uh, we kind of ran Operation Double Bourbon together. It wasn't as big of an event, but I think it was a pretty good event for uh, for the Montreal gang. Uh, a lot of people uh, came out. Everyone, everyone, and you know, and the, the Montreal. I feel the Montreal gang, as we would call it, is like is is in its infancy. Like it's really small. It's uh, you know, it's, it's it's me, Edgar, Carmen's always tagging along, Jean. It is also, but there was Matthew and his, uh, the other Matthew. Um, yeah. Also, uh, Nado, Matthew Nado, uh, and he, he was super into it. Uh, Red OD with the, uh, he had the Spectre uh, Bullfeld kind of uh, narrow suit on. Yes, yes, that's uh, Renault, and there's uh, also Bill uh, Bernier, uh, yeah, our Bill. little buddy. Uh, it, it, it's always a fun, fun when we, we have those gatherings, but uh, let's face it, it's been. Uh, not as exciting a year. Uh, we'll, we'll put it put it up like 
significant? No, because just before Double Bourbon, we kind of found out that the uh, April premiere was kind of uh, cancelled right then and there, and that we were kind of, everyone was kind of mixed feelings about it. It's like, you know, we shouldn't, it's, you know, it's not that bad, and then look where we are now. <laughs> Sorry, again? Yeah, you know, everyone was bummed out, but the honestly, the event, the Double Bourbon kind of raised or, uh, it, 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 this for me, I don't know if it's this for you, but it raised my, my spirits. Or oh, you're not drinking a, a Nordic de Quebec uh, cup. No, Nordic oh, de Quebec. Like, I'm a Montrealer through and through. Even It doesn't matter where I'm living, it's still Montreal, baby. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm not officially from Montreal, so I have no dog and race. Um, yeah, no, the other one, the other one, the other Double Bourbon was a, a pretty exciting, it was fun, and it was, I, I think, like, the Monday after, like, the, the, on the following Monday, everything closed down. Like, yeah. It, is, so. it was dramatic, because even after the event, I was like, should we have even been there? Like, I mean, was it smart for us to be in, in such a large crowd um, at that event? Because, I mean, now that would be unheard of of having that many people in the same room yeah it's weird when like I, I'm, I don't know if you've done that but I mean, you're, I'm watching I was watching uh, Pretty Woman this week uh, and, and <laughs> not in know, my top 10 but yeah go ahead there's <laughs> people everywhere now I, I get nervous when I see two people that don't live in the same house next to each other I get oh they're gonna catch something they're gonna get well, I mean, we were talking about getting tested recently. I, when I was tested last week, uh, I had been to the office for the first time since the end of February. Um, and then two days, three, four days after going to the office, you know, I've got to have a COVID test and I'm waiting in line to get tested. And one of my coworkers comes up in the line behind me and I'm like, we've all got COVID. It's kind of like confirmed now. It, it's too much of a coincidence, but... Thankfully, it wasn't, but it was just kind of like, you know, we didn't worry about these things before. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't, I, you know, let, let's talk Bond because it's yeah. going to turn into uh, COVID fest. Uh, you know, there's a, there, there have been a couple deaths uh, this year. Uh, the big ones, obviously, is uh, Big Sean. Yeah. Plus Cumbria. Um, I, 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 let's, you know, it's, it's not like... I was not saddened by, by, by his passing. I was just like, oh, it sucks. I'll never get. I'll never get to meet him. Yeah. But to be honest, even if he lived like another twenty years by some miracle, I don't think I would have met him. Like I was pretty retarded, and we found we found out like he was not doing well at all. He's been sick and for a while, he, yeah. Uh, like he suffering from uh, the the. Not the Alzheimer's dementia. Dementia, yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate. I, but I mean, he's also probably one of the ones who's been the most reclusive. I mean, he doesn't really come out all that much. Not like George Lazenby as of late has come out, you know, and and done a couple events more often than anyone else. Timothy Dalton doesn't really tour as Double Seven or or make a big deal about. Yeah, he's a working actor, and I, I, I don't think he's not. He's not proud of his accomplishments in the franchise of the two movies that he did, but he's, he's still working. He's still in demand. Like he 
was a working actor. I mean, yeah. I, I saw him in Chuck. I saw him, uh, was it Doom Patrol recently? Doom Patrol, yeah. like, He's great. I he just has the, the, the most beautiful voice. It's, it's like velvet. He's a, he's really, um, I would have liked to have seen him in more movies. I think that he was the one that kind of got away from the franchise. If they had got him to stay for a couple more. Not that I don't like Pierce. I do like Pierce Brosnan, but I think that we could have gotten uh, a good solid three or four out of Timothy Dalton. I would have been happier because I, I really like License to Go. If, if Dalton stays, Brosnan never gets the role. So, Well, uh, I mean, Dalton... Dalton wasn't supposed to get the role. It was supposed to be Pierce in the beginning, so it was kind of I know, like. Well, you look, you honestly, you look at pictures of Pierce back in '87. He looks like a, he looks like a pup. He's super skinny. Oh, he was very young. Yeah. Yeah, like way too much hair. And uh, no, I, 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 you know, I'm a Dalton fan, so of course I want more Dalton. But I'm, at the same time, I'm like. You know, it's, it's those what if questions that are. You, you yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's the same with what if No Time to Die had come out earlier. I mean, where would we be now? And what if. Uh, you know what? We'd all have the DVD. We'd all have it by now. But now it's, it's, it's more of a what if and how. how It's it's more less what if and what how is uh, how is it going to come out? How are we going to see it? You know, is it going to go direct to streaming like, you know, Warner has chosen to do? Is it going to have a limited theatrical release? Is that going to kind of dilute the experience of a Bond movie? I just read that you wrote. <laughs> I spent three hours recently discussing License to Kill. So, uh, yeah, it, 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 yeah, I have to get it working. This is coming out in a few weeks, and it's a massive, massive recording. I have to, like, shrink to at least... I'm gonna aim for two hours, but more realistically, I think two thirty, split in two. Uh, yeah, I mean, but uh, still, it's one of those things that the no time release date. Like, I'm not a fan of digital release only. I want to see it in IMAX with a with a big crowd. But you know, at the end, at the end, eventually, I mean, they they might sell it to somebody else. But you know what? I personally, I don't. I I. I'd rather them, if they can, sit on it, wait for the release. I can wait. I don't care. Right now, it's not like, like the world is standing still for at least a couple more months till everyone gets the vaccine. And even then, who knows? But uh, I'm, 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 I'm getting a little bit tired of those um, um, speculation. I'm like, I just, you know, it's not coming out, it's coming out. But I mean, the speculation is is kind of twofold because everyone else in the industry seems to have some sort of um, backup plan or some alternative plan or some plan to try and make their money back on most of these films. And at the same time, MGM is in such financial shambles and, and the way the distribution is going for the Bond movies, kind of everything is up in the air because MGM's up for sale and the distribution rights are kind of, you know, up in the air too and anyone could pick those up at any time. There's no... No one has a, a long-term distribution deal for the for the Bond franchise. It's the same for every studio, everyone, and nobody knows how to react to the, the new condition. They're trying things. The, the Warner Brothers has been the most like Warner and Disney. Disney has tried streaming. Warner tried uh, physical, like a actual release with Tenet. It was not uh, as I feel like it was not as successful as the old. 
war, but at the same time, everyone just wants this thing to be over, which brings us back to, uh, let's talk about something else. <laughs> you know, the game, are, are you yes. excited? Are you buying yourself a PS5 now? No, probably not. That's years. that's what I'm maybe in the next two years, but I guess I'm kind of like bummed out that they kind of made that announcement that they're making a new game no, and it's not gonna be on PS4. Yeah, you have two years to to, 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 to get one. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not. I'm not too stressed because I'm not getting one tomorrow. I don't. I don't. Like I'm excited. I'm excited for the new game, but at the same time, I'm still worried because we've kind of had this promise of having a new game and a, a game that actually makes sense and a game that's actually uh, well made and playable. And we kind of got it with the GoldenEye Reloaded, but at the same time, it was uh, no. Well, we got a game that was better than, but it was better than Quantum Assault. It was better than Bloodstone. Uh, you know what? I haven't replayed Quantum. I, I, I'm. It, it, it's, it's, I bought this disc we were doing an episode and I, it's, I don't think Quantum came in well, Quantum came, came in late uh, I got uh, the one that I was missing was uh, not Agent Under Fire Night Fire right yeah. Night Fire was super fun Like uh, I don't remember uh, which one I've got I've got a couple of them I don't have all the uh, all the ones that were on game uh, Night Fire is the one that uh, Bond ends up in a space station at the end. See, I don't think I finished it, so I don't know where we get to at the end there. <laughs> but the best ones are, you know, from Russia with Love, and uh, Everything or Nothing. Those are the two... I think it's everything or nothing that I've got on DVD, but you know, it's 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 interesting because I mean, we've got the the. I'm hoping it's not necessarily a, a game that's going to be based on the movie because I feel that since Goldeneye, they really haven't done it justice because I remember when they had all the Brosnan ones come out after Goldeneye, um, they weren't as good. Like there was some, you know, the gameplay was really lacking, the graphics were lacking, it didn't have the same feel as Goldeneye. Um, the world's not enough was pretty close it's, it was the same theme it was the same game mechanics uh, I think Tomorrow Never Dice was only on the uh, Playstation 1 I, which I never uh, played but I remember yeah. the world's not being pleasant I played that one a few times but it's, you know, the benchmark still goes back to Goldeneye I mean everyone's playing Goldeneye again I mean I did a video on it uh Donnie's been doing videos uh, on it for for the last couple of weeks. Uh, everyone's challenging each other to a good old game of GoldenEye. Um, it, it's still the benchmark. I mean, regardless of how technology has advanced, I still feel like it's the benchmark. I uh, you know I, I think it's a like a cultural and technological landmark. It's the first uh, FPS for console, but I feel like technologically wise and gaming wise, it's it doesn't compare to modern like as a, for a modern audience it, it, it would be like going to black and white it's a little bit uh, oh uh, come on have you played Fortnite it's the same thing <laughs> see I'm not much of a gamer like I mean I got a Playstation well, recently well because that Fortnite came with my Playstation I've been playing that and I've been playing Grand Theft Auto because I have a Wii not even a Wii you have a Oh, I, that's what I had before. Before getting the PlayStation, that's all I had was a Wii with the Zapper, which kind of does make a difference when you're playing Bond games, I find. You know, I'm not a fan of FPS. Uh, FPS give me such a headache. 
Yeah. So I, whatever they do, I hope it's a third person. I, I, that's what I enjoy uh, about the uh, From Russia with Love game because the not only is it a Bond game, but they recreated uh, the word, the, the way that Bond walks and shoots is it, Connery. They they really and I, I, I in my deepest wish would be for them to remaster that game using yeah. modern graphics and uh, reach like all the audio that they recorded Connery like three decades ago now I feel like just redo that game but high quality better animation in the face more realistic textures uh, more details when it comes to the environments but it, it, it's such a great game well, I agree that if they went back and uh, well Edgar's saying that it's going to be an all new origin story and it's going to be original it's going to be interesting is how they graphically display Bond. I mean, are they going to go and model him after Daniel Craig or are they going to do an original modeling of, you know, his look? Are they going to go back to Fleming and give him more of a Hoagie Carmichael Fleming type look or are they going to go, you know, are they going to go with a current actor? Well, you know what my fear is? Is that there is going to be an FPS and you're never going to see Bond. Well, they're probably going to see him in cutscenes. I think that's how it's going to go. It's, you'll, you'll, you know, you'll have the FPS, but you'll have cutscenes where you'll have a likeness of Bond. But then the question is, if if this is Daniel Craig's last, uh, are they going to create an original visual, or are they going to go historic? Yeah, go, who knows, man? If I were them, I, I, you know, if you're asking me, what would I do? Create a composite made up actor or just create a policy yeah. and create a world that is the, the Bond gaming world that's in the Bond universe I make it a little bit more stylized uh, when I don't expect the game to be canon, you know. It's it's probably not going to be because if they're doing an all new origin story, they're and they can't have it canon with Daniel Craig because that would have been Casino Royale. So if they're going original, you know, go original, don't tie it to an actor because they should have they were going to do that and they should have done it during Casino Royale and given a good run at it then or wait till a new movie comes out no I, I don't know if they're going to even do modern because I know Eon is that set on making modern movies like it's, it's in the near and now but for games would they go back to the 50s with the book book a book book but I mean if you're making a whole series then I don't see why not you can do a Connery you can do a Lazenby you can go back to Connery you can go to Roger Moore you can get like a theaters though no because he hasn't made what his last movie no, was uh, their dad might have shown them like an old Bond or Indiana Jones but to them it's an uh, old man oh my, my kids are going to be watching uh, Connery movies uh, wow. yeah but you're, you're a Bond fan I'm talking Monsieur Madame like Joe everybody yeah it's kind of but he made I mean he did make a lot of movies but he made a lot of kind of like I'm trying to think of what is the one with Catherine Zeta-Jones where they're the uh, art thieves. That was, 
Yeah, but there was there was like a there was a big age difference between the love story and that one. So I don't know, like yeah, she, she's married to Michael Douglas. Though. They have like a 30, 40 year gap difference. Do they really have that much difference? I don't think they do. Well, she was thirty something, and he was like pushing like maybe early sixties, late fifties. I feel when they they got married and. The gentleman responds, writes, the end of the Craig era will mean carte blanche for new and original ideas. That's true. I don't like carte blanche, though. I don't like the carte blanche reference. I don't like that at all. That, that, no. I know. I Spoiler for whatever we covered. I'm not, uh, I'm not a fan of the, uh, the style it was written in, but yeah, the, you know, I hope that they uh, don't do so much continuity and don't, don't bring back Spectre. I am such... I'm kind of over Spectre and everything. Like, I mean, I, I'm kind of happy to see that, uh, he, that he's coming back for... For no time to die, just because I love Christoph Waltz, I think he did a great job as an actor in that role. But I don't think it's necessary to do an, a new Spectre trilogy or to bring it back to. Like I mean, if you bring it back to a game, bring it back to the Connery era where you don't see him. Like you just see, you know, the the lower half of him. Uh, you know, the from the nipples down, nipples to desk, and the cat, and that's it. You know, you don't need to have his likeness. You don't need to have him on screen, just have number one and number two take care of it. And... No, I, I'm under the idea of a secret cabal of evil people for at least another two or three decades. I, 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 am, I am done, I think, for Bonnet. It makes the character sort of uh, incompetent because he has a license to kill, but yet there's that organization that's still active that guy with the cat that's still alive for some reason <laughs> that's my that's that's mine that's mine edgar <laughs> that's the field of vision for uh for blofeld that's how we should see him from now on or the head of specter and anything he does it should be nipples to desk and that's it <laughs> It's a stretch. I we don't. It's it. That's maybe one of the things that bothers me the least about Spectre. Like, I mean, there's other things in the movie, and Spectre gets such a bad name, and a lot of people uh, hate on it and compare it to Die Another Day or compare it to to Quantum. I don't think it's that bad of a movie, and I don't think that the Brofeld thing is that bad. 
Like it's it's an odd way of presenting it, and it it makes little sense. But it's not the worst thing they could have done. And I kind of understand them trying to want to bring the whole Bond's past element to it in a different way. Um, I stand by my opinion. I stand by my opinion on that one. <laughs> Two inches on, I just, I, I, it just feels like they, they, they weren't ready to bring back Wolfeld, and it feels like some, they should have wait, waited for when they were changing actors to bring back that character, that concept. They yeah. Only, but working with, with Quantum, they should have kept Quantum, and you know what, it's... But I liked Quantum as a replacement of Spectre, because I like the way that in Quantum of Solace, they kind of structured how they met and all kind of all that like behind the scenes shadowy stuff. And even up to the point where uh, we kind of have the big Blofeld reveal, um, like all that secrecy stuff and those secret meetings and everything, that all worked for me up until the point where, you know, Christoph Waltz is like, cuckoo, I'm your half brother from another mother from years ago. Like, yes, it bothers me. It bothers me, but it would bother me more about that uh, wasn't the fact that it was his half brother and they, they kind of tied that in from the from the novels and everything it was more when they get to his base and he says um, he's the author of all his pain uh, and that he was responsible for Lashif and he was yeah, responsible he couldn't have been you start to unravel to try and sort of retcon retcon everything into yeah. a, a They're not related. They're not connected. And the ring. The ring bothered me too. That was kind of such a... It's a shitty MacGuffin, like you know, you, the the MacGuffin being the term for you know an item in a movie that means yeah, absolutely I know, nothing. I know what you, I know you know it, but I mean, some of the people listening might not know what a MacGuffin is. But I mean, just the fact that that MacGuffin there was 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 so poorly linked to everything else, like everyone's fingerprint was on it, and he could get DNA off of every, so everyone barely they're touched that ring. They're very, So it's basically after everyone dies, we just give the ring to someone else, and it's like, well, how does that work? They just don't clean it. <laughs> but is there a messenger that shows up and like just you know, was it was it Mister White who pulled it off with Sheaf and then you know handed it to Mister Green? Well, this is yours yeah. now. Probably uh, it's the type of stuff that when you start, to, uh, Mama, you know, they, they they try to go Marvel universe. But at least with the Marvel Universe, like I mean, there's something different there because they've they've taken other people's work, and they've taken creative license with it, and they've taken they've taken their own 
kind of like the cinematic world has kind of taken their own uh, their own vision of how to, to take the written word or the, the the comics and turn it into a movie and they've done the same thing with bond but with the comics you've got so much more to work with than the 14 Fleming novels I mean they kind of pick at you know the continuation authors are a lot of similarities with Gardner's books and Benson's books and you know kind of storylines they, they pick from here and there but trying to be the Marvel Universe they just don't have the the, the content to go and, and take from anymore because the thing is I feel like the, the Marvel Universe you need a plan that's decades long and that you can't deviate too much or it limits you creatively and yeah, I don't feel Bond works on the same that level. I, I, but it I can't. Like it can't work at that level because, I mean, if for the next movie, we know that we're going to have an actor change. So we know that there's going to be some sort of change. Now what bothers me the most is, is it going to be a hard reboot where they're going to do another origin story, which I would think is completely stupid because for a lot of young Bond fans, Casino Royale is still fresh. So if you're going to go no, do all... Spider-Man origin stories that they tell in 20 years of Spider-Man films? Yes. But on that, the the next one is supposed to have... It's supposed to be a multiverse, which is going to explain all that. Oh, my God. Oh, God. And as we've talked about in kind of in background oh, conversations... No, no, hang on. As we've talked about in background conversations... Fox has done this with the X-Men franchise, and they've promised us for years now. No, but for years they were trying to explain to us that all the X-Men movies and all the, the different timelines all work together. Well, they obviously don't. Uh, it's not as bad as DC and their cinematic universe. To me, the Bond movies are of their time. They're in the moment. Uh they become a little bit, uh, a bit just passy after a few years. I mean, uh, uh, Casual refers uh, 9-11, and 9-11 is going to be 20 years old next year. Yeah, that hits hard. I, that's, well... I they love Fantasia, but I, I, I hope they just drop it and do a movie and... Soft reboot is uh, don't be well, don't mention Bluefield, don't mention Spectre. Just I think a soft reboot is the best kind of like what they did with Goldeneye. You kind of change actors and you don't necessarily you make some some references to the past, but you don't make like a hard reference to the timeline and you kind of just get on with it. I think the problem no. with what they've done now with Daniel Craig is they've kind of made too many references to his age in the movies, like in Skyfall and and kind of coming up in No Time to Die, you kind of see that there's kind of references to his age, which you're going to come in with a new actor like, you know, Henry Cavill or um, some of the other ones that they're talking about. Um, I can't remember his name right now, but they're, they're um, younger actors. So it's kind of like, how are you going to explain that away? I just don't. You just... Move along. You don't, you don't try to explain anything. It's just another guy's James Bond. Simple storyline. Stop that bad, the bad guy. Okay, I'm gonna be bang the babe. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Back bang. to classic Bond, and that's just like what Mike was saying there. Uh, uh, no, 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 I wouldn't say classic, but simple, effective. 
Mr. Kiss, so, kiss, bang, bang. Yeah, just Mr. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Keep it simple and stupid. Because, I mean... All the drama, all the, 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 the trauma from, oh, my mother and my father died when I was young. Now my girlfriend got killed. <laughs> uh, she was a traitor. I'm like, okay, it's... <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's one thing that I I, I hate about uh, the modern Superman movies is that he's always miserable. I'm like, no, oh, you're freaking Superman. You're you're fucking freaking James Bond. You're going all these exotic places. You're meeting these interesting people. You're you're having uh, bedroom encounters with the most beautiful woman in the world. Why would you be a sad loser and like grumble? Like, his parents died. He never smiled. No, it's it's kind of Henry Cavill kind of was a, was an uncharacteristic Superman. He's not uh, he's not the way that you know I feel Superman should have been portrayed, and kind of like the opposite with Ben Affleck playing Batman. It was kind of like uh, he just. But I mean, like he just didn't seem like he was. Like he, he seemed like he was sad, but he didn't seem like he was Batman sad. Like, you know, there's a kind of a sadness that you associate with Batman, the kind of like brooding, you know, I want all crime to stop and I'll, you know, stop at nothing. And, you know, Ben Affleck is kind of like, yeah, crime sucks. To uh, and play a full game of golf because I didn't get to go all year, um, and I'd I'd like I'd like to do it kind of like in the summer where I can enjoy it with a cigar and you know the whole the whole look of Bond of uh, the Goldfinger kind of moment because I mean Goldfinger is still my favorite movie so I kind of want to recreate that, um, but I mean it's it's, it's it, I don't really have like a big ticket kind of event that I want to do or like. Um, a game of golf is, is, is really one of the things that I'd like and with um, with you know friends um, and, and do it like a kind of like a bond feel to it um, I'd like to go shooting again um, I was talking to a buddy of mine before about it and that's kind of like you know shooting firearms again would kind of be a maybe a good way of getting some stress out and things like that um, it, it's, it's kind of hard because um you know, there's 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 so many things that we can't do now because of COVID, and I can't really picture being able to do stuff. You know. Really, I'm man. I'm I'm dreaming of when this ends. All the things I want to do. I'm like, you know, behind the scenes we talk about uh, fitness, um, or in our case, lack of. <laughs> yeah. 
But I mean, that's one one of the things I want. I'm and I'm slowly, slowly, very slowly working on. I've been working on for years, but I feel like I recently I've had some success, and it's nothing too intense. I like you know, it's just discipline, control, and you know, but if I'm lucky, I'm gonna end. It's gonna sound lame, but at the same time, I, I gained over 20 pounds during the the panic the summer as as yeah. ever been. I'm gonna end more than likely. I'm gonna end the year at the same weight I started in 2020, which to me is a success. I you know I, I did like six steps forward when it comes to weight. I'm making, doing six steps back, but. Yeah, there's still stuff we can do. Uh, you know, I went snorkeling this summer. That's one of my, my yeah. Yes, of all activities. And you guys wanted to. I know that you and Edgar had been uh, planning on doing some scuba lessons too. And I mean, that was something yes. that got cut short. Yes. Uh, I, I, you know what? Recently, I I just added so many like scuba diving, uh, all uh, like streamers or. Uh, YouTubers or Instagrammers on my feed just to like okay it's gonna one thing I'm gonna do that because this is a, like water's up is the is the thing I just love I just it, you know I'm yeah. fascinated by underwater life that chapter in Live It Let Die when he's underwater and he's walk he's walking at the bottom of the the, the, the ocean yeah. from like the coast of Jamaica to uh, what's it, the Ile de Surprise. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just like the way he describes this, the underwater life. It's so beautiful. I want to experience that. So just, and even in the short story Octopussy, we kind of get like a, a good description of, of yes. underwater too, which is uh, very Fleming because, I mean, Fleming used to love to swim and, you know, Fleming had a good uh, grasp of uh, underwater uh, not just exploration, but uh, he was one of those experts in uh, underwater sabotage. Yeah, and he, uh, you know, he went diving with uh, Jean Cousteau. Yeah, yeah. I always, I always find that fascinating because it's, it's in the uh, the first. I think it's in the Hildebrand rarity. I suspect he like that that the uh, what's his name uh, uh, the guy, crest. Uh, what crest? Uh, crest, uh, yeah. crest. In the novel. Yeah, he mentions that he kills, like, they, they go to this little atoll and they kill all the fish to get the Elzebrandt uh, rarity. Yeah. Uh, little book. Uh, and it's one of the way that, uh, you know, you, there's a, it won an Academy Award back in the 50s. There's a film called Le Monde du Silence, and it's Doug made that, what's this, Fisher Cousteau did. And it's pretty much what they did back then. Like, you, you were going to get fish for conservative purposes yeah. and what they do is they throw they throw dynamite in the water and just take up the, the pieces and I'm, I feel like Fleming must have known that and put it like it's, it's too close it's too close I find it very suspicious I might be wrong but to me it's just like okay no I think it would probably be you know absolutely right because you know Fleming pulled a lot of life experiences and a lot of the things in the books he based on uh, you know, stuff he really did live through. Uh, Goldfinger, you know, was based on a real person who, you know, actually, you know, had racehorses and had a whole empire built around 
hiding gold and, and trying to get around the whole gold bullion rules. So, I mean, that's that's absolutely, you know, all these characters are all people that he's pulled from real life. You know, he's not really invented that much. He's just adapted what he's seen. Mincemeat, yes. <laughs> this thing came up on like a piece of toilet paper yeah. uh, when he was taking a break. Yeah. And it redefined the 20th century and still redefines the 21st century. And it's a fascinating book. It's a fascinating book by Ben McIntyre. I'll put it on the list. Oh, you should. It's, it's a really good read about... Because, I mean, he did come up with the initial idea, but the whole planning behind it and how they actually pulled it off and how long it took to actually prepare it is actually quite surprising. There's, there's a movie about that, if I yeah. remember correctly. Yeah. I know that the uh, Fleming ministry that he did a few years ago... Have you seen that? Which one? Uh... The, one the BBC with, uh, one with uh, Dominic West? No, no, is that his yeah. name? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we did a review of it. I, I remember the first time I live watched, I really like, liked it for its, its uh, sort of era-specific details. When we were watching it, and knowing what I know about Fleming and... Dominic, uh, it's not Dominic West, but I know it's it's uh, but the guy who plays um, Iron Man's father in the, the Captain America movie, uh, the first soldier, the first Avenger uh, movie, Dominic, not Dominic West. Anyway, Hang on, I'm gonna no, Google I, at the same time. Uh, I thought it was, yes. but he he did um, he did some other stuff afterwards. Um, yeah, he's, uh, I've got it. Picture Dominic Cooper, sorry, not Dominic West. Dominic Dominic Cooper. Dominic West is the guy from. I think he did Dracula Untold. Uh, No, 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 no. He's the guy who plays. uh, What's his face in the Punisher Wars on Jigsaw? Jigsaw, yes. Okay. Two different things. Two different things. Two different things. yeah, no, that was a good miniseries. I, I really actually uh, kind of like that. I know that uh, they got some things wrong, like, uh, you know, parts of Canada. But, I mean, that's... Uh, and actually, speaking about that, I did have the chance recently um, during this whole COVID thing, I did interview um, Gwen Philip Hodgson, who is the curator of CampX.com. I'll let you recover from that. <laughs> but... Um, so I did an interview with him, and the audio was really bad, so that's going to come out later as, as something else. But recently, um, he's been in talks to move the entire Camp X collection. So he is the probably the largest uh, private owner and private collector of um, Camp X memorabilia. And he is moving it all to Casaloma in Toronto. So if you are a big fan of Canadian history and Canadian military history, uh, go over to his Facebook page um, because he's raising funds to be able to actually house all these because he doesn't have all the displays and all that. So he's doing like a big fundraising thing because he has he has all these artifacts and he's got nowhere to put them. He's got thousands of them. 
What's that? Send me the link. I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll share it later. I will. I will. Uh, he's he's got like from what he's told me, he's got thousands and thousands of documents and pictures that he was able to take. But he's got all these things that the caretakers gave to him after they closed because they closed in 1969 and he was in communication and still talking to these people probably about five, six years after it closed. So he got a lot of artifacts um, from Camp X and they're going to be moving most of it to Kazawama. I know there's some of the stuff that is going to the last uh, standing building that's still in the area because some of the buildings, as I've understood, have been moved. They're still intact, but there's one building left that possibly is going to get turned into a museum. They're still hoping for it. That's, that's the one thing you went to uh, in Japan yeah. Park. Uh, I, you know, I was kind of saddened when you told me how it was, because I was like, oh, I see it's uh, a place of legend. It, it, yeah, I think of Campix, I think of Ontario, and it's medical, like a medical place. And when you told me, yeah, it's, it's there's nothing there's 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 a cement statue not even a statue there's a cement kind of plank there's a a couple of plaques and there's just a big cement kind of like design (laughs) monument and there's flags and that's about it but what i didn't know is there was some stuff that was placed in the in in a legion hall or uh the city hall of whitby there was some stuff there it's recently been taken down because um and I don't want to get into the opinion on all of this, but someone was offended by some of the items that were in the display case because there were some uh, Nazi Germany-related items that were in there because it was in relation to World War II, but someone had taken offense and it was all taken down. I, I don't want to get into the opinions on that, but it's all being moved yeah, to Casa At the same time, to me, it's, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I don't want to get political, political but yeah, in context, uh, these people were fighting Nazis and trophies of war trinkets of trophies of war basically anyway but I mean there's stuff in the war museum the national war museum that, that are that are directly from this and I mean I've been to the there's a museum here um, in Quebec City that's got artifacts there too but it's I mean if it's part of a historical thing it's not like you know they were a neo-nazi uh, kind of presentation it was really you know what they were presenting so kind of Saddened to hear that that it's no longer on display, but I'm kind of happy to know that it's all going to be in the same place. Um, so if you're going back to Toronto, you guys are fine. You know, I know I'm going to go back eventually. Kazaloma, which officially was probably where Q Branch was um, during uh, during the war, is where you know Camp X is going to be housed, miles away from where it was, but at least it's somewhere. And, and you know what? Plus, it, it was the X Mansion, the X Men movie. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I think it's even featured as Wayne Manor in uh, the, the Teen Titans uh, TV show. Yeah, that's that's yeah. It's, I knew it stood in for Wayne Manor. I wasn't sure if it was for the TV show or if it was for a video game that they had used it for. Uh, for some Branch, the X Men mentioned Wayne Manor all wrapped into one. You can't get cooler than that, I don't think. No, you can't. Uh, now for. For 2021, you have, you know, we're going to skip the uh, no time to die. Eventually, it will get released, but it's yeah. this year. But uh, what are your plans, man? 
That's not going to happen, no. Well, with the whole COVID thing, it kind of makes things complicated. So I'm going, uh, I am coming halfway to kind of meet my parents to kind of do something, but I'm not going to come all the way into uh, Carmine saying Comic-Con 2021. Uh, if there is a Comic-Con, which I'm going to try to say that there's not going to be one, uh, there won't be one in Montreal. There won't be one in Quebec City either. And I mean, yeah, that's, you know what? I don't think they'll... It's going to take years, years. It, It'll take a while for it to reestablish itself because, I mean, they, they've kind of got to adapt it so much for it to actually make sense anymore. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I don't think it's going to happen in Quebec City. My plans um, podcast has got some interesting episodes coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'm going to kind of revamp the YouTube uh, with some new videos that I'll probably be trying to shoot maybe over the holidays if I get a chance. If not, you know, early in the year. Going to try and get out to Montreal, see you guys. Hopefully you guys come out and uh, see me too in here in Quebec City, figure out some stuff to do. Um, I'm actually more looking forward to 2022 because there is going to be kind of a 20th anniversary of a certain movie and maybe something's happening. And kind of the spoil on that, you know, with um, with kind of the winter coming up and, and the possible um, opening of some things, the Ice Hotel here in Quebec City might possibly open. I don't know if they've built it, um, but I know they were supposed to open on January 4th or 5th. Um, we're, all, we're all closed up here until the 11th, but... You know, if they get things open, there might be a little bit of a trip there to uh, to kind of show off um, what Quebec City has to offer. Because if you don't know, there is only one, or maybe two, but there's only one major ice hotel in North America, and it's here. I don't know what it has to do with a 20-year-old movie in 2022, but there is an ice hotel, and there was a movie at one point where maybe there was some ice in it. And <laughs> so get out your nice uh, latex nipple suits, you know, since this is the nipple episode, uh, Edgar. <laughs> so no, uh, 2021, like, it's, it's going to be... Kind of relaxed, waiting for No Time to Die, see if it comes out, or see when it comes out. Uh, kind of build some content other than that, because I we don't just have that to talk about. I mean, there's other stuff to talk about in the in the Bond community. There's the fitness thing, you know, trying to lose some weight. It's going to be really pointless uh, to talk about it now. I'm going to ask you to rephrase that. Can you, can you say that more positively? Well, I just feel that right now at Christmas time, you know, we're going to be... We're going to be eating turkey and dessert and all that. I don't want to kind of like make promises that I know that I'm not going to be able to keep in the next I mean, two weeks. But just one word that you, you, you need to remove from your sentence. The, the word try. No, I'm going to lose weight. And you're going to yeah. lose weight too because we're in this we're together. Gonna, we're going to lose weight. It's all about discipline. And... Uh, my goal, my goal, honestly, is to because Magnolia came out with those reproduction Casino Royale swim trunks. They're absolutely impractical. I'm never gonna wear them outside of my own home. But my goal is to look good in them. 
So if I go out and purchase them, I need to lose enough weight for me to look good in those shorts. You know what? You have less weight to lose than me. Me, it's honestly, I think it's a clear process to get where I want to get. But for you, it's 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 more like you you got that you have a dad bod. It's not that that man. I mean, Fucking over. I'm sorry, I curse, but I'm I'm, I'm I'm overweight, man. I'm I'm drastically I'm I'm obese. Let's uh, like people have seen pictures of me next to to Zerinsky, uh, That operation snowfall. Like I I look like a Bon Edge man. Like John. Yeah, but the Bon Edge man. Zeritsky though. Zeritsky though is a different. He's got a different shape to him too, and he's kind yeah, of like he's a. You compare me to, uh, oh, what's like, uh, Quantum Resistory. Oh, Donnie. Donnie. Donnie is like. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait like, a minute. We can't compare ourselves to Donnie. No, Come man, on. When, when I saw him, I was like, you make me feel like le- less of a man. I feel like I've lumbered the fuck. I was like, whoa, man, that's fucking tank. Sorry, I'm cursing again. Oh, it's a, but, this is not a family friendly show most of the time, so don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Donnie is an impressive specimen. When I saw him in person, I was like, uh, I am completely like not in the same universe as you. Right. I'm, I'm in the blubberverse, and he's in the sitterverse. Well, you know what? Let's let's kind of say in, in at the end of March we should we should kind of get back to uh, to uh, the fitness thing because. Yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of a hurdle now because it's it's the winter. It's not as fun. There's kind of like a, a little bit of a hump to get over for Christmas with, um, with you know, the amounts of food we're going to be maybe eating and, and kind of like the laissez-aller attitude of, of the holidays. Get back to March where, you know, end of March where we maybe have made a little you bit know, of an inroad. between March and December. Yeah, a couple of months. Uh, <laughs> enough, honestly, enough for us to get on the right path. Because I'm not saying that you know either of us are going to get to our fitness goals in three months. Because it's not. No, no. But I, I think I, it's unrealistic. I, I, but I'm, 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 my, my, you know, I'm, I'm aiming. Because honestly, there's not. It's not going to be the most exciting like time of the the year. It's going to be a pretty toned down version of Christmas. It's going to be like me and my 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 apartment and. Uh, and Probably nothing else uh, yeah. for twenty. So uh, I don't think I'll be gorging myself on food. Uh, um, uh, you know. No, see, that's where I'm kind of like in the different situation because I kind of like I've got these peaks and valleys of weight where I'm always like between, like I'm always ten pounds over under, uh, and I never get below that certain threshold. And I know that in the holidays, like you know, even if I make a good effort one day. The fact that I've got three kids and, you know, the amount of, you know, kind of not pastries, but kind of like, you know, confectioning that, you know, double a wife does and, and the great food that she makes is probably not going to help. I'm going to have to starve myself a couple of days to kind of balance everything out so that after I get over the holiday hump, you know, I'm at the same level as it was when I was getting in, you know? No, my, my, my starting... You know, I, I don't think I'll be gorging myself, but you know I'll take some liberty, but nothing incredibly yeah destructive. But it's after my birthday, January sixth. I'm I'm back. Uh, I'll be back. I'm not I'm not going full throttle. 
gold this year for obvious reasons, but the gold January sixth is my uh, my start date. Um, you know, even for my birthday, I don't know what I'll, what I'll be doing because I mean nothing's open. It's my it's my fortieth anniversary, and I'll be like stuck at home doing nothing. I had dreams, man. I had dreams of being in Cuba this year. I uh. actually took a week off. I wanted to be in Cuba. That's not happening. Yeah, I'd like, love to be in Cuba. I have three weeks of vacation that I did not take, which are going to be banked for next year. Well, that's good, though. So that's six weeks that's in funny. Cuba next year. Huh? Six weeks in Cuba next year, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see, man. I, I'm not, uh, no. I honestly, I'd rather go to Jamaica. That's, you know, 2022, yes, Quebec City, but, you know, I, I, I'm starting to feel and smell and think, you know what? Save some money for Jamaica because I have a hunch people will want to travel to Cuba, to Cuba, Jamaica. Sorry, slip of a tongue here, but to, the people will want to travel to to Jamaica for the 60th anniversary, of course. But not only that, the people will want yeah. to travel. So save your money for you and your kids and your wife. I know Valerie, your wife is. Is watching this? So. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. We, we've actually we've actually talked about Jamaica, but I think if I'm going to go to Jamaica, I need to make sure that I get the Golden Eye. I mean, that's that's like the absolute. It has to happen. Even if I don't spend the night at Golden Eye, I I, I have to get to Golden Eye. There's, you know there's no question. We'll, 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 we'll pull our resources and rent because there's more than one room. You pull. Oh, we could probably get a bungalow. Yeah. In the Hang on. Diamonds are forever 50 in September in Las Vegas. Has anything been confirmed for September? Because I know there was rumors about Vegas for di- for Diamonds are forever, and that was something I was talking to Joe Darlington about months ago. Um, and I'd been planning on going. Is that still a thing? Is that going to be a thing? I... You know what? Let's, uh, I think it's a, it's, it's a Russian proverb. I, that's all... But, you know... Hope for the best, prepare, prepare for the worst. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be buying my ticket tomorrow, but you know, uh, nothing. No, I would. No, it's. it's I mean, uh, that's the COVID is the kind of the the, the thing that's going to kind of determine no, everything. Travel to this place right now. Well, you can't even. I can barely even leave the house. You know. Anyway. Well, that's it for the uh, for the live. I'm gonna. Wish you the uh, happiest of holidays, Matt. I know we're gonna talk to each other probably, uh, probably in an hour on the chat. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for everyone else uh, who's listening and who's gonna listen to this later, I'm gonna release this um, after I just slap an intro and an outro on it. It's gonna go up on uh, on Anchor probably tomorrow morning, um, and um, figure out the IGTV thing because I think I could put this on IGTV after so uh, thanks for joining me Matt well, well, I know I'm going to comb my hair well that's why I wore a hat uh, <laughs> clever man uh-huh. I don't have a red shirt though but uh, I, 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 got, I have to have a little red shirt that I have lying around so I'm actually not at home right now Matt. I'm actually babysitting my nephew yeah. and my brother's place uh, so alright alright Take care. Thank you very much for joining me. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye.
And thanks for listening. You can find me on Instagram at 007 underscore Intrepid. The same for Facebook. And you can also find us on YouTube at The Intrepid 007. See you next time. Music by Incomptech. Copyright The Intrepid 007 Podcast. <laughs>